storms. They're a dazzling, destructive display of the elements at their peaks. And they're scary for puppies. Storms. Here's a little known fact for all of you out there. Storm is short for stormatory. And that's where weather sleeps when it goes to college. Storms. Boom. Crash. Thunder. Flash. It's the most onomatopoetically appropriate area in the whole wide world. Whoosh. Whip. Zoom. Rattle. Bang. Crackle. Poof. Clatter. Thump. Splash. Smack. Owie. Storms. Strap on your winter boots, hold on to your umbrellas, put on your sunglasses, and drape on a poncho as we bust through the dark clouds and find ourselves entering the vast space of the Review-niverse. Welcome to the Review Universe, everybody. I'm Chris. I'm Steve. And this is a podcast about two greasy men who Ooh. have been hired to review everything in the universe. That's right. Whoa, sorry, oh, slipped. slipped. I just slipped. I mean, that us. is that is a property of being greasy. Is mm-hmm. a, is a very slippery butt. Yep. No. Yeah. Oh, slippery everything. I mean, just walking around the hallway. Um, even if I have shoes on, like it doesn't matter. It soaks through. I, I, I can do like that. Um, was it risky business? Uh, Tom Cruise slide anywhere I go. Wow, that's socks. a perk. Without socks and without a hardwood floor. Yeah, or with socks and with a hardwood floor. I mean, so it really doesn't say, matter. Okay, so I'll throw you some scenarios and tell me if you're able to slide across it. Okay. Bare feet, concrete. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, shag carpeting. Yes. High heels. Yes. So the wait, it goes through shoes. That's that's my point. That's that's the How whole greasy you are. Yeah. And it's nice because when you have like stuff like tofu, you can be like, ooh, this needs a little grease. And then you take a little butter knife and scrape some off onto the tofu. Um, and everyone knows that grease is the vehicle on which flavor travels. So, right? Uh, Steve? Yeah. I, 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 don't, Steve I, I don't think I've ever eaten tofu and thought, wow, I wish this was greasier. But <laughs> to your point, yeah, I could do that. Right. And that's why we're a couple of Greasemen. Yeah, Greasemans. Yeah, and, uh, you know, um, anyways. <laughs> hey, this is a podcast where Steve and I sit in a small room. Teeny um, tiny. And it's filled with pneumatic tubes. Why would we do this, you might ask yourself. Well, let me tell you. Steve and I were walking along the street one day, throwing rocks at birds and uh, <laughs> peeing on the... <laughs> On the sidewalk. Uh-huh. and At the same time. Right. And uh, two shadowy figures came up to us and said... They're like, don't turn around. Don't look at us. Right. And we assumed we were being robbed, so mm-hmm. we immediately threw threw off our shirts and gave them to them because those are the most expensive things that we owned. Yeah. Haynes is... Right. Haynes upwards is upwards of three ninety nine for a three-pack. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we gave them our clothes. They said, we don't want your clothes. We're actually going to hire you. And we said, what? Wait, so you're robbing us of our freedom and unemployment by giving us a job? And they said... And they were like, shut up, Steve. <laughs> and then we asked, how much will you pay us? What do they tell us? Uh, bazillions and bazillions of uh, review, review, review books. 
They V-Bucks. did say the blah, blah, blah in, mm-hmm. in the original sentence as well. That was a direct quote. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm here for the accuracy. Right. And so they we signed our lives away and they said, we need you to review everything in the universe. Everything. Literally. So they put us in this office. They send us food through the tubes. Mm-hmm. And we sit in here and review everything. Everything. In the world. Yep. We can't well, control... Not just the world, but in the universe. Right. Yeah. We kind of sit around just waiting for our next assignment. To come down the uh, this highly elaborate pneumatic tube system, which, as we've mentioned before, takes up, I'd say, 90 to 99% of this office. Right. Except for our bed, where we both sleep. Yes. It's... Um... It's my turn for the bed tonight, by the way. Okay. Well, it's fine. I, I called undies anyway. Undies. Undies is in pile under. of undies. No, is in well the pile of undies that's under the bed. Oh, see, like un, there's undies and topsies. Right. So your undies the bed, which is the pile of underwear that's also underneath the bed. It's just coincidence, yeah. Oh, okay. That they sound the same. And when it's my turn not to be in the bed, I prefer flamingo style, which is in a bed of pink feathers. Well, there's the there's this or section of pneumatic one. tubes. There's okay. a section of pneumatic tubes that is like perfect to wedge yourself in but you can only get one leg i was gonna say you're just standing on one leg and just kind of head down and eating a lot of shrimp (laughs) yeah and that's what i call flamingo style flamingo style sleeping ain't nothing like it don't knock it till you tried it world really hope you don't ever talk like that again well when i'm telling the world not to not to knock flamingos you got a little sassy there you moved your head from side well i i don't want people judging you for the way you sometimes sleep when it's my turn to have the bed that's all i'm 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 sticking up for you here that's true but when you're undies when i'm when you're under the bed and i'm sleeping on top you there's some weird things that poke me in the middle of the night and i'm not sure what they are well it's most of my body because this bed is only about eight inches off the ground right so what parts of your body are poking me because they seem to come out of nowhere um, it's, it's like the side of my arm cause I sleep on my side. Right. But sometimes it's not there. And then it feels like it's slowly pushing against me at one point during the night. That's your elbow. Y- yeah. I, it's, it's a very slow spasm. <laughs> okay. I, I don't, I don't understand what you're trying to, to, I'm not trying to do anything. I just want to know oh. what it is. Accuracy oh. again is the, the name of my game for this podcast. Same my game. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a very slow elbow spasm that. It just slows down because when you sleep, your muscles paralyze, so it takes a little while to... Wait, so is that true? I, kind you of. sleep, your muscles paralyze? Oh, kind, kind of. Have you ever heard of sleep paralysis? Yeah, of That's course. That's a real... Have you ever had it? Oh, it's spoopy. I've um, had it. It's... I had it when I was, like, sick, but not. I don't have it normally. A few years ago, I, there was a period of time where I was getting it pretty regularly. It's terrifying. It's it, someone just, like, it's, you, like, you wake up and there's, like, some... You have, like, a vision of, like, a figure standing A lot of time, you, right? there's, a, a, a like, a shadow person, like, vision. But what it is, my sister is a sleep expert, and I, I might be getting... Like, in real life? Yeah, that's true. That's, like, her job? Yeah, she's a pediatric sleep specialist. Oh, Go shit. to baby... Shout out to babysleep.com. Is that her website? Yeah. I, I had no idea. That's a real... I mean, it's not hers alone, but it's, like, right. uh, run through a Johnson & Johnson grant huh. or something. Uh, that's a lot of information. But babysleep.com, if any of you out there have kids between the age of zero and 36 months who can't uh, can't sleep, check out babysleep.com. Put on put in coupon code Steve and Chris are babies for some free pacifiers with our faces on them. I think... Uh, uh, well, that, that might be false advertising. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't want to get sued by Johnson & Johnson uh, unless we make them and sell them. Or it's called... Double Jeopardy, where we trap them into making pacifiers with our faces on them. Is I don't is that du- Double Jeopardy? I thought yeah, it was just like you couldn't be tried for the same crime twice. And the end of the end of Jeopardy or the midpoint of Jeopardy. Anyway, uh, sleep paralysis. What it is, it's like you're 
your muscles, uh, to my understanding, your muscles effectively kind of tranquilize themselves is, is the word I'll use. So like you don't act out your dreams. So like if you're fighting somebody, you're not in your bed, like that's just punching. normal. Okay. Totally normal. But the way the sleep cycle works and it's like, if you wake up in the wrong time of the sleep cycle and your muscles are still tranquilized. So you try to, you try to move, mm-hmm. but your body's like, no, you should be asleep. So your muscles, like it makes it incredibly challenging and almost painful to move. So that's what sleep paralysis is. It's you're very aware that you are, um, that you're awake and you're trying to move and you're unable to move. And it's like, imagine, imagine if like you had your hand on the table. Okay. Hold on. So my hand should be on the table. All right. I got it. Okay. Well, he's got it cause he's actually doing it. It's, it's 40 imagination. Yeah. And if I put just like, I resisted with all of my might as you tried to lift your hand up uh-huh. and, but you saw nothing there. Right. That's, that's sleeper. It's absolutely terrifying because it doesn't make sense immediately. But it happened to me enough that I like sort of became aware of it eventually, and it's uh, I don't I don't recommend it if you can help it, which you can't. <laughs> don't don't you can't. try it out. <laughs> don't Steve. Don't get this thing that you can't control, everybody. Please. Well, um, Sponsored by Johnson and John Steve. John Steve. I was avoiding copyright troubles there. <laughs> right. Um, I mean that is very scary, Steve, and I mm-hmm. appreciate you putting that thought into everybody's head. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're here for. We're here to make you think about. Paralysis, specifically sleep paralysis. Now, everybody, stop thinking about it. Paralyzed your thoughts. Yes. Oh, Ooh, we just got something through our pneumatic tube system, Steve. Hey, what a day. I was just about to get into the undies. Oh, well, hold on. Okay. What do we got? Ooh, we got a little... Uh, so there's a, a drawing of a lightning bolt at the top. My thinking it might be a Harry Potter-themed episode. Cool. Let me continue to read. Please, yeah, please read anything that's on that paper. All right, I'm turning the my head back towards the paper, I, and yep. I'm going to read the first word. I okay. was just looking at the picture so far. That's what I do. Yeah. Just look at the pictures? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never read a word in my life. It's insane. Yeah. Um, so, oh, <laughs> first up, we're reviewing Twister. Oh, the 1996 movie with Bill Paxman. Think again, you idiot. Wait, it's which... a hip, hit new game for kids and adults alike. Twister. I'm making up a Twister theme song. I don't mean to derail the bit here. Oh yeah, I think you which, do actually. I, I need I need the satisfaction. Which Bill was Holman. in Twister? Thank you. Okay, go back to your song. Twister, Twister. Think about all your dead relatives, Twister. What? 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 I didn't. That's just the theme song. I don't. I, what? I think that's the theme I song. I never saw any ghosts in the commercials when I was kids. <laughs> well, when I when I was kids. <laughs> when I was kids, didn't see commercial ghosts. That's although uh, although I mean I think we all we all know what Twister is the game where you you know right hand red right. left foot blue kind of thing. Right. I, I, Speaking of right hand red, that was the uh, final twist to my favorite murder novel. Re- right really? hand red. Really? Yeah. Turns out his right hand did it the whole time. Because is it like blood red? I, yeah. I don't know oh, if this. Yeah. I, so it was a book about a guy, and he had a left hand, um, and he was murdering people with it, and uh, there was a big old case. And the detectives were investigating his left hand. You know, they only took uh, fingerprints from his left hand. As any good detective would. Right. 
but then you find out at the end he was right-handed the whole time. I'm 94% sure you're joking. This sounds like there's something there. There's a, a root of a story here. <laughs> there isn't. But I, I truly I, just made it up. <laughs> well, dude, hey, hey, Hollywood, ring, ring. Right hand red. Right hand red. Uh, but I guess my, my point with, with seeing dead people mm-hmm. and ghosts is like, you can get like, you can contort yourself into one of those like, you know, kind of like ring people, mm-hmm. like as in from the ring, not right. Lord of the Rings, but like the spoopy ring where like, you're just like, you know, oh, my right hand's over my left shoulder and my right hand is also still there because I meant left hand, which is over here. And then you're walking funny, right? Like, you know, like crab walking backwards. Your entire body is twisted. Yeah, and then imagine walking around like that, and you're like walking around. Right. And just someone like comes up to you like that. That's dude. That is twisted, man. Wow. Did you like that? I'm sad that I didn't do it. <laughs> His name was Dude Bro McCaliforniason. <laughs> did you like it? I did like that. Okay, but the name. Yeah. No. Yeah. What? What else? No, were, yeah. What else? Were, yeah. Okay. No. You're. Yeah. Yeah. I think no, you're making yeah. fun of how I sometimes <laughs> think faster than I can speak. Mm. Mm. One of your best qualities. Well, it's my only quality. That's <laughs> all there is to me. Think way faster because you, you, there's a lot of times your your sentences will take detours in the middle of them, but sometimes several detours. Right. To be fair, we have detoured several times what? since I've I've never, Twister. Ever detoured from a regular conversation about Twister in my life. We. We, we 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 did though, I think, maybe not. You're not the boss of me. I, no. So Twister, Steve, <laughs> do you like Twister as a game? Uh, no. I feel like it's there's two times where it's appropriate to play Twister. One when you're very young and it's you're like little like kids, three, four. Uh, Maybe. Six. I would say yes. Yeah, like like six, kindergarten, where you're first like grade. active, but still like want to, wanting to do silly things. Sure, it's once a you're silly older game. than that. You know, you start to get a, be afraid of girls slash light girls, so you don't want to. Uh, or boys, know. right? And it's 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 just more awkward to do it in those ages. But then it comes back around again when you're adults and you're over all drinking a glass of wine, and someone's like, well, "Let's play some Twister," mm-hmm. and then you know, right hand goes on red. Left hand goes on blue, butt cheeks go on the green. Yeah, right. and I, I would argue history. that we you could do left butt cheek green, right butt cheek yellow. Oh, is your are your butt cheeks spread that wide? When I'm playing Twister and I want to win. <laughs> so can you individually control each butt cheek? Can you not? I mean, yeah. I can like like flex the muscle in each one, but like yeah. not like stretch it out to the side. Wow, we gotta we gotta catch up after this. We gotta I gotta I'm gonna teach you some things. You're gonna look at my butt. Well, I'm not going to look at it, but we're going to we're going to talk so about. So there's it. not going to be any point with you. I'm just going to improve your twister game. That's I'm a, just that's... asking. At any point, are you going to be looking at my butt? Like more than I am right now. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. So, yeah. I, I, here's 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 the thing though. If right now, well, a I'm probably the least flexible person on the planet. That's like just and you're super Canadian. Since a I'm the most flexible person on the planet. Oh God damn it. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Letter A, I am probably the least flexible person on the planet. Yeah. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's bad. Um, letter B, I, with that said, I think that if right now, you know, if we were in a group of people, someone's like, let's play Twister, I'd be like, give me the board, I'll spin the needle. 
Ooh, you're the needle. You're the needle boy. Yeah. <laughs> and you wouldn't play. So does that have to be a designated that's, person? That's as much as I would participate. I would spin the board. Just because you're embarrassed at how flex- non-flexible you are. Yeah, like I would totally rip my jeans. Well, what if I gave you a uh, nice used pair of sweatpants to use? Uh, how used are we talking here? Um, are they your go, sweatpants? Let's go uh, three years of constant wear. Are they your sweatpants? Yes. You know, I think I would face a different problem wearing those because, mm-hmm. again, you're about 6'4", and I'm 5'7"-ish. So what if I gave you then three lengths of rope, one to tie around your waist and two to tie around your feet? Oh, and what would I do? I would with the tie hands? the the sweatpants in place. Oh, okay. Um, How's that sound? So now you got some used sweatpants and tied the rope to yourself. I like that because then I'd be able to like cheat. Like it, the sweatpants would be so baggy that people wouldn't realize that I was like putting my knee right. down. I'd be like, oh no, it's just the sweatpants, you know, or whatever, right. you know. So you you would cheat? That you're saying? If you forced me to play Twister and wear would, your three year old sure. constant worn sweatpants. Mm-hmm. I, I would do everything I could to actually no I wouldn't cheat I'd do everything I could to get out of there as fast as fuck so I I I would cheat and then call myself out for cheating and be like you know what, guys I just honest I can't play this game as an honest individual I uh, I gotta I gotta go I gotta see myself out and then uh, I'd put my jeans back on and snatch the the spin board from whoever took that away from me and then you got to the door and it's tied with rope what do you do next untie the rope it's not possible I was I'm a master uh, not not. <laughs> okay so so and how exactly is this rope is it like tied to the doorknob let's just say for hypothetical purposes i'm listening i've tied it in such a way where it would take you about an hour and a half but i'm chasing after you right now saying steve you can't leave so you get to the door and see it tied and you're like there's no way i'm gonna tie that untie that in time so you gotta do something else what's next so my options are as i see it I stand there for 90 minutes with you behind me constantly going, Steve, you can't leave. 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 What if I found a way? Steve, you can't leave. What if I found a way? Steve, you can't leave. To drench you with something. Um. Then would you get away from the door? It depends. Yeah. We're talking like Kool-Aid? I like Kool-Aid. Yes, Kool-Aid powder. Oh, just powder? Yes. I don't and know. Then, is it still drenching if it's if it's dry? I feel like at that point it becomes dredging, right? Ooh. Is that right? True. And then I deep fry you. My Kool-Aid. Uh, uh, Kool-Aid so my chicken. options, again, as I see that see them, are I can tr- attempt a, ni- a potential 90-minute escape wherein no matter what, you murder me. Yes. That, so that's the ultimate. So let's say in an hour into your 90-minute escape, I would murder you if you're still standing at that door. Okay. So then what would you do? Well, if, I mean, if it's a guaranteed 90 minute escape, wait, 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 I don't, I didn't even cover what is my, my, my alternative. Go back to the party and just like All watch you just people. play the game of Twister. For how done. long? Uh, however long it takes. But no, I need a, you need to give me a deadline. Um, let's go five games of Twister in a row. I, I would do that okay. and, instead of dying. Deal. So let's do that. Okay. But then I would just like. Wait, let me put it, put it out. Yeah. <sighs> All right, let me spin. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going crotch purple 
Oh, I, cr- I, cro- I uh, sorry, quick aside. I crossed out all the regular body parts and put in uh, different ones of my own. And you also added colors? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh. I'm <laughs> beginning of... <laughs> to suspect this isn't an actual twister board. Well, we'll see about that, won't we? Mm, will we? <laughs> will we indeed? So, twister. Wait, you, how, what do you feel about twister? It's fine. Like, honestly, I feel like there's just so many better games out there, and it seems like a flimsy excuse to just get close to people, like close to women, right? Mm, yeah. I wonder if that's what it was. It was not probably conceived for that. You know, it probably was just meant to be a fun party game, but mm. it's, I think it's used more often than not to be like, hey, you get to touch, I get to touch Rachel. <laughs> Who's Rachel? Rachel is this girl I've been crushing on for several days now. What does Alexa think of that? Uh, she doesn't know because I unplugged her. Oh. We're in a you, fight. You, you, she was on life support. Yes, well, Rachel means more to me. You unplugged your girlfriend who was on life support. Yes. So. I like Rachel. She has nice eyebrow. Uh, just one. Yes. So you, you murdered your, 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 your girlfriend. I think you're harping on the, the Alexa thing too much. Uh, we should uh, just talk about my love, Rachel. There's only one way to make sure that everything's okay. Alexa, play Big Bang Theory theme song. Big Bang Theory oh, God. It's a miracle. It is a miracle. It is a miracle. Turn it off. Alexa, chill, bro. Hey. Oh, nope. Alexa, stop. <laughs> I can't, Alexa, stop! Alexa! Stop, please! Please, stop! Oh, that backfired. (laughs) I'm glad your girlfriend's not dead. Well, it was a bit, and you ruined it, and uh, this is the worst day of my existence. If um, there's anything I do, it's I stay dedicated to the bit. Dedicated, wait, dedicated to the bit? Dedicated to the bit. A lot of cl- plosives there. That was fun to say. Well, dedicated yeah. to the bit. Dedicated to the bit. <laughs> dedicated to the bit. Wow now, brown cow. So let's give our final ratings for Twister. Ugh. I'll say this. As oh we wait, we didn't pick our uh I know our category. Out of a hundred so our our theme this episode by judging by that lightning bolt is a storm. And, and judging by the introduction that you burned. Yeah, but we didn't know that yet. Oh. In the what? I'm psychic. <laughs> Um, Everybody play the number one in the lottery. Out of a hundred lightning bolts, lightning bolts, lightning bolts. So the word lightning bolts three times. Have you ever seen that video? Mm, No, I know. It was like in early days of YouTube, and it was about some larpers, and some (laughs) kid had like tennis balls and was throwing them at someone else, and every time he threw them, went lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt. Oh, I gotta! I can't wait to see this. (laughs) It was funny. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Um. I feel like it was mean-spirited because I would probably legit do LARPing maybe one day. We've talked about this. Yes. But uh, it's still pretty funny back in the day of the beginnings of YouTube where everyone was uh, uh, still laughing with everyone else. Yeah. Except for this one guy. Everyone was laughing at him. So, so it, it doesn't have to be three lightning bolts. It can just be But I just have to say bolt. it that way. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Um, look, I, I respect – I feel like I've said this about other things. I respect – Twitter's longevity in the the this, the game scene. Twitter? Did I say Twitter? <laughs> yes. Oh, it's a fun game. <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> it's yeah. super fun. Twitter has a lot of longevity as well. Yeah, it's been around twenty years. Twenty years. Four years. Yeah. Give or take. Sorry. So you're saying 
Twister. Let me try that again. Uh, Twister's longevity in the in the game scene. Um, it has its place. You know, certainly belongs in like a museum of. Would you consider it a board game? Mm, I think that's I, a good question. It's more of a party game than a board game. Okay. There's technically a board. I guess it's like a plastic mat and a cardboard. Yeah. Okay. Boy. In the, it would be like in a museum of toys. Let's sure. say it that way. Um, I'm gonna go like 62 out of 100 lightning bolts. Is that right? <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> um. Yeah, Twister was a fun game back when, you know, board games were just Monopoly and, uh, you know. Sorry. And sorry. Candyland. Uh, here's a real story, real quick. There's, I'll finish my review and then you can finish your Candyland story. Okay? There's a game called Kosherland, made for Jewish kids. Add it. Why did you sneak your entire story in? It would have been much more dramatic if, oh my God, Kosherland sounds I great. disagree. Kosherland sounds great. It's basically Candyland, but for Jewish kids. I had a couple of them. kids, Jewish kids not have candy? They can, but this is more, I think this is like a slightly educational tinge. Oh, for sure, for sure. Anyway, Chris, for, for crying out loud, what do you think of Twister? I, I just want to know. I give it 50 out of 100 lightning bolts. Oh. It's all right. It's fine. And I was I had some more things to say, but you, you decided to interrupt me to tell everyone about kosher, kosher Land. Kosher Land. Kosher Land. So is that not kosher? Let's send this one up the tube. Yeah. <laughs> no, what is what was that? What? Oh, Did you what? send something up there? No, no, no. I think was this is a help. No, oh, I got it. I'm pulling it back down. Hold, Steve. Mm-hmm. Dear, what were our bosses? Helen's? Helen's. Chris is making me feel uncomfortable by making too many sexual jokes. Please let me out of here. That's what you were trying to send to them. How dare you, uh, Steve? Uh, you're going to have to sit there while I make so many sexual jokes at you. Uh, can I take my crotch off purple? Yes. Thank you. You got to put it on tie-dye now. On tie-dye? <laughs> yeah. It's not part of the Twitter board. I think We're literally did. just going to tie-dye your crotch. Oh. <laughs> oh, why? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't tie-dye involve, like, rubber bands? I don't want to yes, do this. Exactly. And then, like, hanging on a clothesline? Yeah. This, not, I'm not agreeing to any of this. That's exactly why you probably tried to send that help note, but guess what? No one's here to help. Uh, undies is not going to be fun tonight. We'll do that after. Next up, we have... Hmm, interesting. Hmm? The 2018 movie called The Hurricane Heist. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, yes! So if you've oh. been paying attention to some previous episodes, Steve and I went to a Black Panther a few weeks ago. and Not just any Black Panther, but the Black Panther. The Black Panther, the movie, correct? That's over a billion dollars uh, worldwide at this point. Good for you. Me? Uh, well, Ryan... Was this Ryan... Ryan Coogler. Coogler, yeah. Oh, great, uh, everybody involved. Yeah, Congratulations. Well deserved. Shout out. Um, but there, we saw a preview for a movie called The Hurricane Heist, and it looked like straight garbage. It was directed by Rob Cohen, who directed the original Fast and the Furious movie. Um, and it was, uh, it looked like garbage, so we decided to go see it yesterday. And my, my favorite part, if you hadn't seen our recap of, I think it was Wisconsin episode, um, the recap of, to give you a recap of what happened, is this movie, The Coming Attraction, was on. And I literally, I was like, in my head I go... I bet this movie is called something stupid like Hurricane Bank Robbery. Right. And I was like going to say it to Chris, but I was like, I didn't want to be the rude guy who talked in the movie theater. And then they were like, the hurricane heist. Oh, boy. While um, Rocky like a hurricane blade. Right. So I think I recognize the main guy in uh, Hurricane Heist. Uh-huh. He's from Black Mirror. 
He was in the yes! entire history of you episode. Thank you. Oh, and that was, was killing the, me. He was the lead in the, that first season of Black Mirror, and he was Doctor Doom. Yes, in the new. Oh yeah, uh, right. In the new. Uh, I think he's British, right? He is. So here's here's something that I learned when I IMDb'd this afterwards. First of all, the IMDb trivia. There's only like three facts for uh-huh. it. So and none of them are like even particularly exciting. Like one was like a nerdy science thing, but just real quick, this movie takes place in I don't know if this is a real place. So forgive me, Gulfport, uh, I think Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Um, and it's very clearly not shot in Alabama. Yeah, and the so there's like these two brothers. One's one's name is Breeze, uh, and the other is Will. Matt? Correct, Will. Will. And so are we starting at the top? Yeah, so okay. we'll start at the top, but just real quick, the this is supposed to take place in the Deep South, uh-huh. and most of the characters are British or Australian. Because Yeah, because it was clearly shot in, like, uh, Europe. Yeah, and as evidence. Every, and everyone was British or Australian, but trying to do a Southern accent. Yeah. And uh, variously succeeding. Yeah. So, obviously, it, spoilers for the hurricane heist, yeah. if you ever have any interest in seeing it, but And let's the go. biggest spoiler is definitely see it. Right. For me, anyway. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. No, I wouldn't. Oh, go ahead. You, we'll get to that. We'll get to all that stuff. We open with a hurricane. Uh, hurricane Andrew, 1992. That's a dad real, that's a real and hurricane. his two sons, previously mentioned Breeze and Will, were driving down a highway. So this is all by memory because there's not really any uh, um, uh, descriptions of the plot so far online. So this is going to be try, trying to be from memory. And uh, they're driving down the highway, and there's a hurricane, and uh, the, the dad, like, tries to drive straight into it. He's like, I'm sure it's going to be all right, son. Well, I feel like they're trying to get away from it. And and mind you, they're in, like, a tow truck, because the, the dad owns a tow truck business. Right. And this is an action, I'm using finger quotes Quarter here, quote. action movie. Um, so you would expect that, okay, sure, there's going to be some car chase scenes, you know, especially coming from the Fast and the Furious guy. And I think someone from Triple X was also involved. Sure. The shakiest camera I have ever witnessed in my entire life yes. was placed inside this truck, and every so, bump in the road, I... I it's, it, like, shaky camera has a place in action scenes. I think it's definitely overused, but they use shaky cam in, like, regular dialogue scenes, Ugh. like, in the car. Yeah. So they clearly were just, it was like a, it was actually a serious scene mm. between the two main characters. That's a good point. And... The camera was shaking because they were clearly driving a car while they were doing it. And it was like a hardcore action scene, but they were just like, I love you so much, brother. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, isn't it great to be a family? And then, like, I don't know. It's like it's like if I was like, hey, Chris, what do you want to have for lunch today? And we filmed it and decided to, like, shake the crap out of the camera while we were doing it. Right. While we were eating shaken salads. Yeah. But that's too much shaking. That just is... choose one thing to shake during your lunch. Far too many things. Yeah. And then shake. we have a... You know, a, a shake for dessert as well. Yeah. And a, a shake and bake chicken Ooh. with the shaking salad. I do like shake That's and too bake. many shakes. Mm. That's one too many shakes or two too many shakes. Mm. <laughs> so you, you would have a shake, shake and bake chicken, and a shake and salad for lunch. If I were to pick two of those th- three things, I would do shake and bake chicken and a shake. Dessert. <laughs> okay. I would skip the salad. I wouldn't, because I'm trying to eat healthy. Yeah, you are. I'm not, though. <laughs> I mean, you did you did microwave your lettuce today and yesterday <laughs> yeah. at lunch. I made these meal preps and my, and put lettuce in it, not thinking that I would have to microwave it later. So I'm eating some hot lettuce. Don't worry about it. Yeah. 
Um, anyways, uh, so there there's a hurricane and they the, he drives off the road and they drive into a b- near a house like an abandoned house, right? Well, not really because it seems that there were supposed to be people in it, but they like break down the door and the dad's like, "I'm sure it'll be okay." That's a direct quote. Yeah, and so they hide. In- <laughs> hide in the house and then the dad goes why does he go outside because that what happened was so as, as i said he's driving a tow truck because they own a tow truck business and it gets caught in the like it veers off the road i forget why oh like a boat comes flying at them or something mm-hmm. right so he veers off the road and they get stuck on the side of the road fortunately he's driving a tow truck um it has like the winch or whatever so he puts the boys inside so they're safe from the storm and he ties the the winch to a uh, uh, some, uh, something sturdy to like try to pull the truck out of the ditch. But and, why does that have to be done right there and then? Why oh, hide in the house. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an and answer so for it, but that's why so he went outside, outside. And then the hurricane knocks over a water tower. Is it or a silo? Yeah. So w- the wind picks up, uh, and then it's uh, yeah. I would say it's like a water tower, like an old like wooden water tower. Okay. Um, and then it rolls over the dad and kills him. Yeah, in front of the kids. And then they are. Then inside the house and basically in the running. least dramatic death scene I've ever seen, <laughs> right. by the way. And then they're like kind of shake shaking it off, like whatever. But mm-hmm. then the I'll the let you I'll let you take to, this one. The hurricanes. Well, first they're running around in circles. The kids in the house going like, "Somebody help us! Help! Somebody help us! Yeah. Help!" And, and then, then the the hurricane picks up the house, like tilts and it starts to tilt it slowly, and the kids slide down the floor, and then the entire house flips over. And the house shatters, and then the kids are... Like, the roof gets, like, peeled yeah. off. Right, and then the kids are huddled together, the brother and the other brother's hand, and they're laying on the floor looking up at the sky and the hurricane that's about to take their lives. Ugh. And then they see Ugh. something in the sky, and it's a literal giant skull made out of hurricane clouds. Yeah, it's just like... And it does the... Like, yeah. And both Steve and I were like... What? Yeah, I, I I think we made audible, huh? Right, and like possibly laughed a little bit, and I think I went, oh no, at that point, <laughs> because I mean I I don't know how and else to react. Smash to that. cut to a bunch of years in the future, mm-hmm. and it says the title of the movie, the Hurricane Heist, and then the letters get blown away because it's like they were in a hurricane. Mm-hmm. So I have my main question about this movie. Oh, go ahead. After that beginning, okay. So the entire plot hinges on the two brothers having different reactions to this hurricane, right? One decides to chase the hurricanes and the other one is very afraid of the hurricanes, but they're both, they're both afraid of the hurricanes in a way. Right. And the, and the chaser, he becomes like a, a meteorologist right. and the other guy stays in his hometown and basically takes over the family tow truck business. So my question is they were afraid of the hurricane. Shouldn't they be afraid of water towers? Wow. The water tower killed their father, not the hurricane. I think they can be that's afraid like, of both. That's <laughs> it's not called water tower ice, though. So but, but that would be great if they were afraid of water towers instead of hurricanes. And at the very end, they had to conquer their fear by climbing, climbing the same water, water tower. tower that killed their dad. Right. And then I mean, that's that's like saying. And then the water tower turns into a skull and goes, Whoa, and then it ends up being Transformers <laughs> Six. That's like saying you're driving a car and your car goes off the cliff, uh, and like because it slides on some ice and goes off the cliff and explodes. Mm-hmm. That's like saying you hate roads because 
because of what just happened. I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, I, I will argue that if – I mean, I completely see where you're coming from, but I will, I will argue that if – that skull in the clouds was real for some What if it was reason? a skull in the water tower as it rolled by? I Fuck. wish it could. Oh. <laughs> I would I I would have I would have walked out of the theater and bought tickets for the next showing the so I could watch ice. it two in a row. Uh no, it like if that was real, like that would be pretty scary. Right. I mean, like I, I understand it's like, okay, the storm killed your dad. That's yeah, that's terrible, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's uh yeah, I, I see your point, but I get I I think I would be scared of hurricanes and also probably water towers, but they never mention water towers again. So we, to be fair, we don't know if they are scared of water towers. Right. So uh, then we are in the future, and um, we got some uh, present, the present day, right? Re- but, future relative to the beginning of the movie, right? And then we're introduced to our other character, uh, Casey. I think her name is. I think I think it's Casey, uh, who was uh, I want to say her name was Shannon in Lost. Yeah, the blonde girl who was awful. Well, spoiler alert, dies in season one. Right. Right? She's I think season one, yeah. But uh, she's the female protagonist, and we open, and, like, she's, like, in a giant uh, semi-truck. Oh, wait, let's backtrack a little bit here. So we've flashed to uh, present day, and uh, meteorologist brother is, like, he works for the government, uh, and he's driving around in this, this like, wacky tank car thing. Mm-hmm. And what's going on is there's he's sent out to like identify and like study this hurricane by Washington DC. Right. And the, while he's down there, like the sheriff of the town says, Hey, we have to evacuate the whole town. The sheriff and all of his, I guess, deputies mm-hmm. are like, all right, evacuate the town. And all the townspeople are like, we don't think it's going to be that bad. And the sheriff's like, no, no, no. We've got a better safe than sorry. Everybody get out of the town. Really quick. Just tiny aside during that scene in the background, did you notice what it said on the sign at the church? No. It said, there are some questions that can't be answered by Google. That is stupid. Um, I'm going to Google, is there a God? Okay. Um, And while you're doing that. Does God exist? Six reasons to believe God is really there. Here's why Stephen Hawking says there is no God. That's topical today. (laughs) R.I.P. We would be remiss not to mention that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Stephen Hawking. Yeah. What, a, what a true uh, revolutionary. Yeah. Smartest man ever. Right. Continue. I'm sorry. Uh, so there. So the point is that the town is like all evacuating and it's like this teeny tiny town. So there's obviously only one road in and out. So the entire town is trying to leave on this one road while these three semi trucks are driving to the, the treasury department's like office or right. whatever you'd call it, I guess. Um, building the safe house, safe thing. They just take old old money that needs to be shredded. Yeah, it's like a shredding but facility. Before, facility. Before any of that happens, we're introduced to our female character sitting in a in a in a truck with this Irish guy who doesn't have an Irish accent, but says he's Irish right up front. Sometimes he is. Right, but and he's British. <laughs> so they're stuck in a traffic jam. And first of all, just keep in mind they are working for a government facility in a semi truck. And she's like, I'll get us going. I'll get us to where we need to go. And she, they switch places without showing that they switch places. Yeah, that confused me. Right. And so then she fucking floors it and hits the car in front of her as hard as she can and then backs up and slams into the other car in a fucking semi yeah. and then drives off the road and drives through a fucking farmer's crop. Mind you, the a, a CGI crop, no less. Mind you... Mm-hmm. 
the car that she slammed into first was just a resident of the town who was trying to evacuate. Like, they were just trying to get to safety, and she probably ruined a family's car and caused more traffic, and in the end, probably... Has to pay for it because they're a fucking government facility. Well, that, but also, like, that probably just caused another accident and delayed more evacuations and probably led to more deaths, all because she was like, I'm a badass. What a, it was a terrible introduction to someone who's supposed to be the hero of the movie. She was. They were both pretty immediately unlikable. Yeah, but but the weird thing is, is that behavior was not really replicated throughout the rest of the movie. That right. like reckless insanity. Right. So it, it was just weird and and kind of evil. No, I, I agree. It, it was it was it was weird. It was just weird. I, I don't know how else to say it. And you do that a lot when you run into a traffic jam don't you steve drive a semi-truck into, into cars, the traffic just... and then through the crop illinois crops yeah there are crops in illinois There's several sorry chicago crops oh chicago crops that's different um which is mostly just weed man <laughs> my name's dude bro mick uh, illinois <laughs> oh yeah i'm on vacation i went to illinois oh hey man welcome Thanks. Who are you? I'm Steve. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. This doesn't seem like your normal voice, Steve. I know. What are you? Are you taking a poop or what? Nah, I'm just. I, I got. I got a, a, a Werther's original stuck in my throat. Oh, that's cool. It's delicious too. I didn't know you were 97 years old. Fun fact about me: I'm 97 years old. Wow, that is fun. Mm-hmm. We. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so there's a lot happening right now. And my favorite part, and this this is pertinent. I shouldn't say favorite part, but something I did notice is, like, when the sheriff was talking to his deputies, he was like, we're not going to let this hurricane beat us like the last one. And, like, the, the thing I noticed about that was, like, there's this one deputy who had, like, a mustache, and he was, like, right. he was looking like he was going to fuck up this hurricane. Like, he was <laughs> like, you just give me a shotgun and point it at the clouds, I'm going to take this motherfucker right. down with me. And, like, that that that's what made me laugh, which ended up being a plot twist later, which we'll, we'll get to. Right. But I guess it, looking back, it made sense. But I was just like, wow, these guys are really ready to fight this fucking hurricane. <laughs> it, it, they all treat it like it's a person. Yeah. And there's there's even a moment where the main, our main character... Uh, looks out into the the distance where the hurricane is, and he like ta- he whispers to it. And he goes like, They're n- "I don't underestimate you." Oh yeah, and I was like, "What is that he? Was weird. Is he what? What? What the fuck is going uh, on?" I don't know. That, that was very weird. But so so we'll fast forward a little bit here. And he, so when the, when this happens, he's like, okay, I got to turn around. I got to, he like goes to call his brother. He like starts leaving him a voicemail and then never hangs up the phone. Mind you, he just like slams on the brake and pulls right. a U-turn. And he's like, I got to go get my brother. And everybody calls everybody in this movie through FaceTime on iPads. Yeah. Full size iPads. And, and the funny thing is when they do FaceTime, like if, when they're showing the person, like if I was holding the, the iPad, mm-hmm. if they were showing me holding the iPad, it would be like I was holding it at a normal distance. But if they showed me as viewed by the person I was talking to, it was like full arm's length selfie. Did you notice <laughs> yes. that? That really and, bothered me. And the main character is driving like this fucking tank mm-hmm. and this guy f- FaceTimes him and the iPad is off to the side on the ground. And the main character is looking at him back and forth while he's driving. <laughs> there's no reason why any of these calls had to be FaceTime. Yeah, like okay. So, so he goes back to get to get his brother, right? And I'm gonna Facetime Steve really quick. 
Oh, weird. I, I, my iPhone that I just got four seconds ago is ringing. Um, except FaceTime. Hey, Steve. Do you like my face? I, I do. But the funny thing is I don't... I mean, I'm looking at it in my phone. Yeah? But I'm also looking at it in person. Did you notice something new about my face? Um, I, I did not notice. What, what should I be looking at? Check out my nose. I'm looking at it. What, does it look different to you? Um, I, I'd like your little nose stud. Is that the, the diamond stud? It is. Is that it's what you want? Real me, diamond. Is that what you wanted me to? You bought it for me. Um, I check your bank account. I oh, what? You better get me two thousand more dollars to buy another diamond stud, or your dog gets it. I learned two things right now. One, iPhone. I'm an Android guy, so this is new to me. iPhones have dial tones. Two, I have a dog? <laughs> Surprise! Oh my gosh! This you're is... never going to get them back. Oh. Unless you give me 2,000 clams. That I can do. Clams is... is yeah. Supposed to be... It means dollars. Oh, that's different. Sorry, bollards. Bollards, like the things in parking lots? Yes. That... Make an appearance in Hurricane Heist. Ooh, yeah, they do. They so, do. So let's let's get let's get a little more like plot point here. Let's, right. let's, so yeah. essentially, the main girl works for a company that shreds the money. Uh, the, well, shredder, the treasury. She's in the right, ATF at right. one point. She says the shredder doesn't. Their giant industrial shredder doesn't work. So they call the, and this seems to be the shredder police. Possibly, they're like the the tech people that are like agents that. They like come in. It's like okay, so it's a British guy and a girl with a Russian name who's not Russian and is like wearing a cocktail dress yeah. for zero reason and is the entire movie and is the worst part of the movie. I, I'm not. I don't want to be mean to the actors. You're, but, you're right. I don't mean it but that way. She's but she's real bad. The delivery was just like, I she she has to have been faking an American accent because it was. You all think? Oh, over that's possible. Place. That's a good. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. No. No offense to that girl. I, I apologize, but. Melissa uh, Baloney, is that her name? What? <laughs> I think her name is Melissa Baloney. How do you spell it? B-O-L-O-N-A. There's no G, so I guess it's Bologna. I don't know if that's better. <laughs> I like Melissa Baloney. She's, uh... She will... She, to me, she is Miss Melissa Baloney. Um, but yeah, okay, so anyway, so... No, she what? she was she was born in Connecticut. Oh. Grew up in New Jersey. God. So that's even worse. That's so weird. Okay, so let's just do a quick recap. Yeah, go on, keep going. Um, just a quick recap. So 1992 storm, kids watch their dad die. Present day, there is a storm going on. Um, at the same time, Weather Brother is uh, is like telling DC that this storm is going to be bad. Uh, main character lady, what's her name? Casey, is trying uh-huh. to deliver money that needs to be shredded. When they get to the facility, the shredder is broken. And the FBI agent in, or ATF agent in charge just lets these two quote-unquote agents in that right. he's never seen before, completely acting suspicious, neither of them American, and he's, they're just like... And so then then Casey leaves to go get the uh, brother named Breeze, who isn't the meteorologist. Right, he's the mechanic who took over the the thing. And she has to go get him because... He would fix the shredder. No, no, he, he was... So... Okay, so we, we skipped a step here. Let's not get too far into the weeds, but... Sure. Right, right, but it's important. So what happens, This because this is like the whole point of the movie, uh-huh. Casey, she she's in the vault with like $600 million, right. I think it is, and she's having another FaceTime conversation with some dude we see once and never again who like yeah. saved her ass after Utah. She, he, and he, he, he was also FaceTiming, but for some reason his FaceTime was 
extremely low quality, so he, yeah. he was going at like three frames per second. He was also like in the middle of a mission. And he had this weird dramatic moment where like the music swelled, but he was still on low quality FaceTime, so they didn't like cut over to him. They just <laughs> zoomed in on his picture on the cell phone, and it was like a shitty quality picture. Oh, God. I feel like they borrowed a lot of things from the crew for this movie. Right. Like, hey... Uh, Rick, can I use what? your your? Can I? What are you What are you doing with that iPad right now? I'm scratching myself with it. What's it to you? What can when you're done? Yeah. Can we Can we borrow it for a scene? My niece gave me this iPad. You'll get it back. It says my own name on it. She paid thirty extra dollars to get my name engraved on. It. Uh, well, you know what? We'll put we'll put tape over it. Okay. Uh, a little black, uh, little, little grip tape over that. And um, Rob, I don't know about this. Okay, um, this is my prized possession. I okay. If anything happens to it, I will buy you a new niece. Oh, thank you. That sounded. No, terrible. it's it's okay. She's she's been getting on my knives That's recently. Sound- anyways. Oh well, just to be clear, I am not in the business of buying people. I am in the business of buying people off. But not buying people. I don't know which one's worse. That's fair. Anyway, she's talking to the guy, and so she's like, "I, I feel like I feel like I need to change the combination to the safe." And he's like, yeah. "I'll give you permission because you need it for me." And then yeah. she changes the combination to the safe, and then there's a backup generator that goes out that would power the shredder, which is why she has to go get the repairman brother to fix the backup generator. Right. So she's like. She walks by the, the quote-unquote uh, hacker agents, and she's like, oh, I got a bad feeling about it. She doesn't. She says it with her eyes. Right. And, and then hides she hides it in the money scraps. Yeah, she hides the iPad that has the combination on it in the money scraps, and then she leaves to go get the brother. Right. Okay. I mean, let's let's try to skip around if we uh, skip ahead, because this is going to take three hours, and the pace we're going right now. Sure. But these are all, all important. All important. That, those are the only important parts of the movie, right. to be fair. So then the then the Irish guy she was driving with in the semi truck turns out to be evil. Yeah, these these people come in and they're like they they don't kill anybody. They like use like tranquilizer darts on yeah, everybody. And, and I was like, oh, PG thirteen. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. this movie's PG thirteen, by the way. And I was just like, what's going on with this? And then Irish guy's like, look what we did without spreading any anyone. shedding any. Shedding any blood, but that's that's the thing is he says he says I don't want to shed any blood and then starts killing people, but he there was ne- never any line that he cro- that was crossed really was there? Uh, no, I think he just wanted his money. Oh well, his girlfriend got murdered, and so then uh, the girl and him go back to try to the the main girl and the main character's brother try to go back the mechanic guy and. Uh, the brother gets kidnapped, and the girl is in a shootout, and that's when she meets meteorologist boy. Right. Um, There's a great moment where they're storming the uh, the area. Storming the area. <laughs> okay. I did it for sure. Meant to say that I, that way. I could tell. Uh, but there's a moment where they they like I think he throws a grenade or something explodes. Oh, they're trying to get the sorry. The heist people are trying to get into the facility, and there's three army, four army guys, two on the <laughs> the the ground, and two on top of a semi truck, and they put these like charges on the garage door to blow it open. They blow it open, and the all four of them fall over like they were just like shattered their spines and <laughs> the two on top of the truck were at least 50 feet away from the door and it was like this tiny little explosion and they both like a whoa and fall off the top of the the semi truck and speaking of army guys at one point oh, yeah. at one point casey who's like 
a federal agent slash combat vet, I'm getting the impression, was like, instead of being like, how are the soldiers that got taken captive? Or like, how are, like, they didn't get names. Like release, release the mechanic and release the, uh, when they're negotiating. Yeah. And then she says, but then you release all the army guys. Yeah. Like, she literally says army guys. As if it was like a little kid playing with (laughs) like, like the little green toys. Like, hey, you got my army guys? Hey, (laughs) release release my army guys, man. I want to play, I want to play my army guys. I'm not going to release your army guys. Okay, well, at least release the guy that I might have had a romantic fling with because they kind of hinted at that a little while ago. No, I put him in the mouse trap. So he's under the mouse trap. He can't get out. And the army guys are in the bathtub with the cat. So they're gone. They're, they can't get out either. And that, that actually, all of that happened in the movie. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> for real. <laughs> so yada, yada, yada. I, we can yada, yada through a lot oh, of this movie. Sure. Um, they have some, uh, some, so at this, so at this point, um, mechanic brother is a hostage with the army guys, uh, in this, in the, the, uh, shredding facility Uh and Weatherbro and, uh, Casey, uh, ATF lady are working together to try to rescue things. Cause the thing is Casey's the only person who knows the, the combination to the safe that's holding this $600 million. Now there's a lot of hurricane antics that go on too. Um, one of my favorites uh-huh. in what's no, your favorite hurricane antic? Probably when Will, who is Weatherbro, uh-huh. killed a dude with a hubcap. Yeah, so they're they're trying to pull a, a giant radio tower off of a, a and not just trying to, they did, they did, but it's like blowing wind very fast, and there's all these hubcaps, and he start he's like around who the grabbed corner. a bag of hubcaps, right? He finds a bag of hubcaps, and where. the wind is blowing very hard down this uh, this street. And he's behind the corner throwing the hubcaps into the window. Blindly. Like blindly throwing. Right. Yeah. Bl- completely blindly as they whip straight towards these people. And one of them hits a guy right in the chest. Kills this like, dude I never cared about. <laughs> right. And barely remembered existed. Yeah, but I, I think I go, yeah! Like when that happened. Because I was like, this is why I came to see this fucking movie. Right. Like shit like this. Um, I think my favorite hurricane movie. I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah, it was when they were in the mall. The mall. Easy. And yeah. uh, <laughs> he's like, the barometer and the pressure needs to be at negative 527 kilowatts. So we're going to wait until that happens. And on my signal, get ready. And so they like strap themselves in. And there's all these bad guys that meet them in this giant mall area. And he waits. He's looking at this like kind of this countdown watch that shows shows how much the showing the barometric pressure. Yeah, Yeah. and (laughs) and when it hits, he goes no. And they somehow shatter the roof of the mall. It's like this big dome, uh, okay, so, glass dome. So just for a slightly more context, they what they did is they found like an outdoor store and like got all these like rock climbing it's things not, and harnesses. Oh and she and you she. I have to derail my story because up to the good part, just because you want to add more context onto it. it. Really hurts my feelings because I feel like I'm doing a good job, but then you come in and you add all these context things that derails it, but sometimes doesn't even. I'm just trying to fill in all of the holes that you left. It doesn't matter. It does a little bit. So because he was like, okay, I'm going to use science to beat these guys. Do you trust me? And she was like, I guess so. And then at this point, he's like, I'm a doctor. Right. Doesn't matter. Continue. So so he's like, they're in a mall and the mall has a glass ceiling. I said that. Continue. I did not say that the mall has a glass ceiling. I said I said a giant uh, glass dome. Okay. So they – he – he breaks the dome and it sucks all the people out. <laughs> and she does it with a flare gun. That's you were oh, like, I don't know. What it is. That, yeah. that was the only thing I needed from you, and you had to go back and just fill in these holes that weren't yeah. necessary. I disagree. You're always going back and filling in holes that aren't necessary. 
Hey. In your real life? Do you see, is there, is there a pothole problem on my street? No. Exactly. But what are you filling it with? It's like, it's like. Hope? Love? These are all metaphorical. Bacon uh, grease? Bacon, oh, from your own body that you're scraping into there? Well, no, bacon grease is from bacon, but I. I thought you were I, greasy though. Well, yeah, but I lube, I lube the pan with, your with own, me, with like your my own hand. I just rub my hand in right. the pan. And then I put the bacon in it just okay. for a little. So yeah, he she shoots the the flare into the the glass dome. It shatters, You're and it sucks all the bad guys from hundreds of feet below out of out of this mall. And it continues for like ten minutes, and the two main characters are 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 strapped in. So they're like they're like in the middle of the atmosphere. They're like kites. Is, is the best yeah, exactly. They're kind of like kites. Exactly. And, but but while this is happening, like the bad guys are getting killed, and there's this weird. So there's like. Each each person who's robbing the place has like a, a personality, except mm. for this one hunky guy who seems his he, he he his only trait is getting mad, I guess. Yeah, and he was never introduced, so he kind of just shows up and is mad at people. And a quick point: at this point, the bad guys are not the heist people because most of them are dead, but the sheriff's right. deputies because it turns right. out the sheriff was in on this the whole time. Oh yeah, and the, so the sheriff has this long dramatic speech about taking over, Ugh. and the main character just pulls out a gun and shoots him in the head, and then that's it. And I'm like, okay. and they're like, "You want to work for me now, deputies?" And they're like, "Sure." Right. That's it. It's like, I think we could work with that. I'm like, okay. The, uh, the, the sheriff's not but, very good. With- when the, you left out the best part about with the kite people. Uh-huh. So the, the bad guys, the deputies are like, you know, flying and dying. And But the kite people <laughs> flying and dying. are <laughs> flying and dying. Uh, the kite people are like ju- missing by inches, just tons and Gosh. literal tons of debris that yeah. is like not <laughs> killing them, but it's killing everybody There's else. There's a lot of shots like that in the movie where it's so obviously CGI <sighs> and it's the characters like running in one straight line in a, at a slow pace and everything's animated around them to be like <laughs> crashing and banging and flipping around them. Yeah. They're not doing anything to avoid it, but it yeah. just looks so fucking ridiculous. You, you know, like if you've ever done the thing when you're like a kid, like if you like sat in the backseat of the car and you like pretended to be running, I feel like that's uh-huh. like a Wayne's world joke. Like that's what it, that's what it, kind of felt like at times <laughs> yeah well um what's up what what happens after that they try to get back into the uh, hurricane heist headquarters um it's a great word for it thank you it, yeah. and uh i don't, I don't know what happened I, I can't really remember they, they name dropped timothy mcveigh at one point when they're trying to oh that was bombs. so weird when they're like you want a peanut butter jelly sandwich Although I will say about that's the one thing that I appreciate about the movie is there's two moments where the main characters uh, pee. They're both peeing and mm-hmm. they're both eating. They're like incredibly hungry. And like that's something that a lot of action movies forget is that these are human beings. That's a they good need to point. Go to the bathroom what a weird to detail to get right. Right. It's like we're going to fuck everything else up, but these guys are going to have to pee and they're going to fucking eat. Right. And he was like, here's peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Yeah. And they're just like adorably stored in his car, wrapped wax up paper. in wax paper, wrapped, labeled by day, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday. Yeah. And then she was like, I've never loved Monday so much or something like that. Yeah. She, she, the main character looks exactly like Garfield. That's why she said, I, I hate Monday. <laughs> and it was a really weird way to, roundabout way to make a Garfield joke, but I appreciated it. I, I, I dig it. I, I will say, I, I, as as ridiculous as the movie was, I will concede that uh, Weatherbro and Casey Lady had pretty great chemistry. I guess. And I think the brothers did, too, as brothers. Yeah, I suppose. There's, okay, so they come back and try to get to Hurricane Heist headquarters, and... Uh, 
Oh, I guess uh, one thing. I mean, the they get separated because the the uh, shore floods and they like all get like sucked up by water. Because they decide to make a fertilizer bomb. Yeah, right. But like before, Timothy McVeigh. Before that, that's Timothy right. McVeigh before that was, was a really good line where uh, the the heist people come to try to get them out of the greenhouse, um, and the main character says, "I think it's something like." Uh, there's four of us here, all with automatic weapons. So we got you surrounded. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> you're, you're immediately telling them what weapons you have and how many of you yeah. there are. I'm right here next to the peonies and this uh, my friend Ted, whose birthday is in <laughs> April. Uh, he's like 20 feet to my left, and then uh, uh, Janine is um, I don't know, like maybe 10 steps. Janine, how, t- how many steps behind me are you? 10. I'm about 12. 12 steps. She's 12 steps behind me. And then we got Gerald over there, who's afraid of squirrels, and his one weakness is a bullet in his arm yeah so please don't shoot him in the arm oh my god you did the one thing i asked you not to yeah that was basically that whole scene <laughs> but the, but the the purpose of that scene is that it separates weatherbro and atf lady right and then weatherbro gets rescu- rescued by his brother and atf lady gets taken and atf lady gets taken back to headquarters so now the brothers are together right they go back to the garage where the eye of the storm hits <gasps> meaning it's beautiful and sunny it's like a sunny day in the middle of hell is that what he said? Yeah. Oh, I missed that line. That's uh, that's great. And then the 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 lady, uh, so they're like, "We need you to open the safe," and she's like, "I changed the the combination." And then she walks over to, and this is her actual line. She walks over and picks up the uh, iPad that she had oh, hidden God. in the scraps, and pulls it out, and word for word, her actual line: "It was here all the time." Did she say all the time? She did. Oh. <laughs> 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 Oh, and then here, here's another um, great line. This one's also in the trailer if you want to save yourself uh, an hour and 43 minutes. Um, the, the At one point, like, um, when the brothers are back in the thing, they decide to, like, get guns and go after everybody because they're stuntmen now. Uh-huh. And the um, mechanic brother, Breeze, let's not, let's not forget that his name is Breeze and this is a movie about Wait wind. Wait a second. Breeze is the name of wind, and wind is in hurricanes. Do you think that... No, I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't think th- that happened on purpose at all. I think they were thinking like Drew Brees because he's a quarterback. Yeah, no, that's that. You're right to do that. But he opens up like his ca- like his cabinet and then like takes the fake wall out in the back and there's just like, I think they wanted to give the impression that there were like a ton of guns and like, there were a lot of guns for a person. Right. Uh, but like, I think they're trying to give that impression of like opening the like closet in a spy movie, and it's just like guns and grenades everywhere. Right? Uh, didn't really sell that way. He was just, but Weatherbro was like, "Wow, that's a lot of guns." And Mechanic Bro was like, "Well, I am a resident of the state of Alabama." Ugh. That's that's a pretty close to word for word. Yeah. So then the quote-unquote climax of the movie happens, and they're they all get into trucks. We are using this term generously, <laughs> right? Uh, they all three, so they get into. They use the trucks, eye. The heist heist people use the eye of the storm to escape because it's calm and right. they can drive now. Right, and so they all get into three trucks, three the semis that we saw in the beginning, with two hundred million dollars each in them. And yeah. then the two bros come, and they are in their in a car in like a in their tow, tow truck. truck. Yeah, yeah, the family tow truck. Right, and then they uh, get up onto the first truck. And then they get up onto the second truck. But we need to talk about how they get up onto okay, the first truck. So um, Mechanic Bro is driving, and Weather Bro is in the passenger seat. And Mechanic Bro, like, Weather Bro is like, hey, man, I never told you I'm sorry about how we treated you as kids, which n- never seemed like a thing ever. 
uh, and it was like, oh, I guess right. we're, we're having drama now. Oh, wait, also, real quick. That was the shaky quick, cam drama moment. It, we had another one. This is another yeah, one, right. which, a good callback, I guess. I'll give him that. Also, just super fast, uh, we learned three quarters of the way through the movie that the tank car is called the Destroyer? Or the right. De- they never really something like that? Any other time. It was so weird. It was just a weird revelation. Um, okay, so uh, Mechanic Bro is driving, uh, Weather Bro's in the, the passenger seat. And then they have this weird moment of like reconciliation. Then, and I think I actually said to Chris, I was like, "Well, Mechanic Bro is going to die." Like I thought, actually right. I thought he was, was going to. I thought it was too. And but so they're like, "Okay." And mind you, Mechanic Bro is a mechanic who played high school football, and I guess he was in the army. Right. But Weather Bro, never. There's never any mention of him being the army. He's a doctor of meteorology. Or something more specifically in the movie, but he's a fucking weatherman. No offense to weathermen. I love you guys and girls. Uh, but so only only men can be weathermen. Don't don't do that. Okay, <laughs> that's what you implied for a second. I, well, I didn't. That's why I said women. I, I I I'm sensitive. Is it weather women? I think it's just. Is it weather women? Maybe. <laughs> so okay, I'm so trying to trap you into a I, political. I, I know exactly corner. what you're doing. So. <laughs> Mechanic bro, let, let me tell you. Mechanic bro, <laughs> Sh- shut up! You you have your hands straight out at me. I'm, I'm also trying to just revision like okay. what what happened here. So mechanic bro is driving, and weather bro is in the front seat, as I've said seventeen times. They pull up like they're like on the tail bumper of the uh, of the 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 third in line semi, uh-huh. and then they're like, "We to do this, brother," and he's like, "No." He actually, I think he actually said yeah. no. So Weatherbro gets out of the car, and again, he goes from being Weatherbro to stuntman, and jumps onto the back of the semi and, like, grabs the axles that, like, right. open and close the door. And then uh, he, like, starts climbing up to the roof, and then Mechanic Bro just, like, takes his foot of off the, the gas pedal, gets on, climbs, somehow quickly climbs to the hood of the car, and then, <laughs> the like, car's jumps just going on. straight, too. It doesn't yeah, turn. Yeah, it doesn't turn. And then it's like... But who's driving it now? Like, it's just perfectly driven. And then I will say my favorite part. I tried to... They get up on the they get up on the the back of the truck, but you can see the tow truck in the background. Did you notice that? No. Oh my god, this is the best part of the movie. So the tow truck that we were like, who's oh, driving yes, that? It's kind of like slowly veered off to the side. Off, yeah. Like what weird attention to detail? I think that speaks to your point too. Right. It's like they had to pee, they had to eat, and that truck didn't drive itself. <laughs> so then they take over that first one, and then they get to the second one, and they start fighting the Irish guy, right? And they do some more like flippy stunts, and I'm like, "How do they know how to do this? This yeah. doesn't make any sense." It made zero sense with their characters. And um, if you think the movie's almost over at this point, you're right. <laughs> uh, so it, they whatever they they fucking the guy gets sucked into the hurricane, the bad guy, and then all three of them are in the truck, and they have two hundred million dollars. And this is where it's weird. Like the hurricane's cl- slowly behind them. Can chasing. we talk about the death real fast? The bad guy death. Okay. So it's like a semi truck, right? So like the the back, like the container part is like you know kind of loose, not loosely, mm-hmm. but it's like you know wiggly. So that thing gets sucked into the hurricane because uh-huh. they're like racing the eye of the storm, and then it goes straight up, and then like adjusts and like like a homing missile lands on the cab of the truck and oh, explodes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, all right. Badass, At that I point, guess. I was like, yeah. Sure, sure. Man, why not? This hurricane, and then he he looks in the the main character looks in the rearview mirror and sees the demon again in the hurricane. That's right, that's right. And then the storm just stopped. So yeah, the the storm's like <laughs> just, right behind him. Yeah, we're done. They speed up, and it's like, then it's gone. The it, the hurricane just disappears. It see like they're fine. Yeah. I ain't I I ain't stopping until I kill four people. 
right. Oh, well, all well that was number four. Okay, bye, everybody. I'll I'm see, satiated. See you in 17 years. This is the voice of the That's the a hurricane. hurricane. Yeah, he's slightly, he's just misunderstood. And then they're, they're driving, and you see them, like, drive down the highway, and he's like, guess, <laughs> guess I gotta go to PhD school. Or the girl's like, guess you gotta go to PhD school. And, like, it's, like, in the middle of a sentence, and then it goes, directed by Rob Cohen. We're like, wait, it was, it was is it done? That's it? Yeah. That's it. And it's not like in the middle of a sentence like at the end of Avengers where it's like po- the point is to end in the middle of a sentence. This literally was just like in the middle of a conversation. They're clearly prepping for a sequel. A well-deserved <laughs> no cliffhanger, sequel. Though. No, there was It just ended. Well, they, it, right before that, they they made like this really awkward joke about like the lady was like, should we just take this $200 million and go to Mexico? Right. And the, the brothers were kind of like, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah we should. Like, I was just kidding. She, she's like, you, <laughs> you silly boys. What do they teach you in PhD school? Something oh, like right. that. And, and then, then it was Credits, and we're like, what? What? (laughs) And that was the movie. That's that's her. That is Hurricane Heist. If any of that was confusing to you, it's because it's it it doesn't make any sense. I'm gonna go ahead and give my reading, and then you can take us home. Okay. Hurricane Heist was a bad movie. I don't necessarily think it was a good bad. It was like right on that edge where it was kind of funny and interesting, but I don't think I'd ever tell my friends to get drunk and watch it. It's not like Sharknado, and it's not too bad. Which is mostly just kind of boring and inoffensive to me. I love bad movies, you know. I, I like I like your Birdemics and your Fateful Findings and your The Rooms. Uh, this one did not even come close to the heights of insanity that those movies did. Um, I, maybe I would say maybe get get some beers with your friends and watch it. Probably I can name ten other movies that are funnier to watch that are bad than this one. So I'm giving Hurricane Heist a thirty-two. Out of 100 lightning bolts. Thank you for reminding me of the unit of measurement because I had forgotten. Um, I'm going to say this. I paid $13.99 for this movie. I paid almost zero because I have a movie pass. Anyways. I paid $13.99. I would have paid $14 to see this movie. What? Not only that. I was entertained for one hour and 45 minutes straight. (laughs) Which is pretty hard for you. You get distracted easily. Well, to be fair, there were were a lot of shiny things blowing around, but they were on screen, (laughs) so it kept my focus. Right, exactly. I fucking loved it. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible and stupid, and I laughed. I cried. I didn't, but I could have. Right. I I was entertained, and that's all I ever want from a movie. Was it good? No. Was it terrible? No. Mm -hmm. Was it ridiculous? Oh, yeah. Did... I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Wow. And I I would I would see it again. Okay. What's your final rating? You ready for this? Yes. I'm gonna give it a category five hundred. What? Out of a hundred. Five hundred out of a hundred. I loved it. That's Lightning little... bolts. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Thank you, I was waiting for that. There you go. Now it's official. <laughs> well, Steve, let's send this review up the tube. <laughs> Shoo, boop. Wow, Steve, what is this? Uh, Something came down the little uh, tubey here, uh, as I like to call it, the uh, Discovery Zone tube, because we've talked about Discovery Zone before. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite places on Earth, and it's where you can get all the fun times that you could have as a child. It's true. In the world. Sure, so what, what is I'm in, sorry. What's in your... sorry, I got sidetracked because I was thinking about Discovery Zone. But I, that happens. What's in your tube? Okay. That sounds really gross. <laughs> it's my tube now. Well, it was on your side. It's always. I feel like it's right. always on your side. That's you fair. get the like receiving. We do have our, our names monogrammed on each tube as well. I do. S L and C M. 
Yep. Or C, L, and S, M. Why do you have my last initial and why do I have yours? Uh, Is that from where they messed up and then we were like, no, 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 no. I'm Steve Leishman. That's Chris Miller. 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 Sorry. Yeah, Miller. It's my last name. Well, you've been telling me that for a long time. (laughs) I just just get confused sometimes. Okay, here we go. Oh, wow. Steve. Yeah. um, Keeping with our storm theme, it looks like we have a couple of blizzards here. Oh, like aggressive snowstorms? No. Oh. From Dairy Queen. No shit. You dumb man. I've never had a blizzard before. Yes, so I've been aware of this. So before today, Uh you have never had a blizzard in your life for some godforsaken reason. Where I grew up, we didn't have Dairy Queens. We only had Carvel. Oh, the uh, Fudgy the Whale place. Yeah, but it was like uh, brick and mortar, like legit ice cream joint. Well, I've never had a Fudgy the Whale, so I guess everything kind of evens out. Sure. The world is once again balanced. All right. Well, let's grab our little blizzards here. Ooh, what kind? Um, what flavors are we looking at so here? So it looks like I have a peanut butter Reese's peanut butter cup royal blizzard. Oh, okay. With brownies in it. So it's oh. essentially uh, vanilla ice cream with uh, Reese's peanut butter cups and brownie pieces in it, and then a core of peanut butter in the middle. Oh, yeah. that would that would kill me. <sighs> Number seven. I'm allergic to nuts. Yep. That's what he's counting. If, in case you're just joining us. We keep us. a running tally on how many times Steve mentions that. That is the seventh time in eight episodes. Oh. It's not bad. It's less than one per episode. Yeah, slightly. will make it up one day. I'm sure I will. Uh, and Steve, what kind of blizzard did you get? Well, according to the side here, it is a royal chocolate brownie blizzard. I, I, it's, Which is uh, what? Chocolate ice cream with chocolate With like brownie chunks it. and then a core of uh, like chocolate. Like it, it, it almost looks like the stuff that would be on the like uh, outside of a dipped cone. Good lord. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll let you do the honor since you're the uh, Blizzard really? Virgin. I'm uh, very excited. Yeah, Blizzard Virgin. Uh, go ahead and take a bite. I... Uh, Blizzard Virgin is the name of my new screenplay um, that's coming out. While I'm, while I'm eating this, I would really like you to dis- uh, to describe who's starring in it and what it's about. Okay. In the opposite order that uh, I just said. <laughs> what it's about. Okay, so it's about a girl who is grown up in Florida her entire life um, <laughs> and has never experienced a blizzard before. Um, also, she's never had sex before. And um, Mother Nature hears about this and finds a way to make both happen at the same time. Okay. And it's starring Emma Stone. Who's the blizzard? <laughs> who's, who's Arnold Schwarzenegger. The, I was going to say... Uh, <laughs> Um, By the way, this is fucking delicious. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, hold on. Let me figure out who the okay, blizzard sorry, is Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is very good. Um, Rip Taylor is the blizzard. Rip Taylor from... Wait, Rip Taylor? Who's... Like, the guy who throws confetti? Yes. He's <laughs> <laughs> the blizzard. All oh, right. my God. So go ahead and tell is me Is he alive? What, uh, I think so. I hope so. Me too. Because I'd feel bad, but feel bad otherwise. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and talk about your blizzard experience while I have mine. Sure. Uh, well, it was, um, first and foremost, delicious. Uh... I'm a big, I'm a sucker for chocolate, so this was, uh... Chocolate. Chocolate. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, no, it was great. Um, the chocolate ice cream itself was good. The brownie chunks are perfect. The The core is great. I, I could easily see myself eating... These look, these look like they would be the small size. I could easily put back a, a medium to large one of these. And Chris just chugged his, which is impressive. And then you would die. I Well, I would die if I chugged yours. Because I'm allergic to nuts. Hey, I made it up! Eight. How's well, how's how's, really how's yours, Emma Stone? What? I, I just I guess you're not a Blizzard virgin. Let's be honest, Emma Stone is probably also not a Blizzard virgin. I'm sure she's 
I'm sure she's had some blizzards. Uh, DTE down to Earth. Down, uh, down to what? Earth. Oh, there you go. I thought you meant down to eat, like blizzards. That too. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really fucking good. I'm DTB. I'll tell you what. I've had like down to Reese's, blizz. Reese's peanut butter cup. Down to blizz. Shut your mouth. Reese's peanut butter cup. Down to blizz. Blizzards before. But that fucking core, I think, is oh, what yeah. makes it. It's just like this big swirl or like this like tube of like how, how do you even explain it like uh, a tube. like if a drill bit got stuck in a piece of wood but it was all peanut butter or in steve's case chocolate and it's so well good. i still call peanut butter peanut butter and the brownies make it too oh you have brownies too i forgot yes. yeah they're good so it's just it's just it's quite an experience well i will say my favorite ice cream of all time is ben and jerry's chocolate fudge brownie so that's yeah. the word you say. That's the word you say with the most uh, New Yorky. Is it chocolate? Chocolate, chocolate, yeah, coffee sometimes too. Coffee, chocolate, coffee, and then we already discussed. We it. have done this. <laughs> um, Did you say shut up, me? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes me I meaning did. you, right? <laughs> me meaning you, right? Um, what the were you talking about? Uh, oh, the Ben and Jerry's chocolate fudge brownie is my favorite ice cream of all time. <laughs> I can't get over the way you say that. That's good. I fuck, yeah, Ben and Jerry's is my favorite, too. So this is like, I've had like other chocolate brownie ice creams that are like fine, but to me, right. Ben and Jerry's is the gold standard. For so, sure. But this this is close. Yeah, I would not say it beats Ben and Jerry's, but no, it no. is its own experience. And and the core, really. Oh, yeah. And Ben and Jerry's does some core stuff, too, which is good. They but, do, yeah. You're getting really New York-y. What's going on? I started, and I can't. It's no, a roller it's a coaster. Slope. It's a It's a slippery slope. Right, just like you slipperied up your esophagus with creamed ice. Would do it again. Actually, I'm going to do it again right now. Oh, okay. Do you like my word for ice cream? My new word is uh, creamed ice. I mean, it gets the job done. <laughs> you look like Popeye right there. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that. I would. I would say that. Uh, that that. I would say that spinach. I. I'm trying what the is sentence. Going on? I'm giving the sentence a third chance. I would argue. <laughs> That ice cream is my spinach. I could beat up Bluto after eating ice cream. You think? So, yeah, like, you would take a bite of ice cream and it would, like, go into your body and swirl around. You could see inside it and then it, like, go into your muscles. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Yeah, no. I'd I'm... like to see an alternate version of it where it looks like it's going up to your muscles and then stops and goes right down to Back your Back to butt. my belly. Oh. <laughs> your <butt laughs> just watch me get fat. <laughs> oh. oh. We, we went Not different you. ways with that. Yeah. Well, I went the more disgusting way. You did. But that's uh, and I went the unhealthy way. Part of my style. Yeah. Hey everybody, this is Chris coming to you solo for a little mid-episode update. After Steve and I recorded the Blizzard segment, I realized that we didn't actually give our ratings, and so for posterity's sake, I think that we should be giving ratings for all of our reviews. Um. Steve isn't here right now, but uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and give both of our reviews, and I think I can cover Steve's part of it as well. <clears throat> well, boy, howdy. My name's Stevie Lashman, and I'm here to review the blizzards. As an old cowpoke growing up in the South, I think that I never even had a blizzard before. All we had was cookouts and uh, uh, In-N-Out Burger. And uh, uh, big old Texas rodeo steakhouses where I got my ice cream large. However, I did really like them there blizzards and uh, that chocolate was even more delicious sliding down my throat.
So I'm going to go ahead and give this one a 91 out of 100. Steve, that's pretty high. I know. Um, I really do love blizzards, and I'm just a little old cowpoke from the southern Mississippi. Didn't you just say you were from Texas? Well, I did, but, uh, uh, bye. Steve, where are you going? Steve, don't jump out the window. Steve, no! Okay, well, Steve's dead. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give blizzards a 93 out of 100. Back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Well, guys, um, and girls, I think it's time to put this cow out to pasture because cows go into pastures, right? Um, in Twister, they do. <laughs> the, the like the movie Twister with right. Bill Pusman. Well, hey guys, if you want to send some stuff up our tubes, uh, uh, please go ahead to rate and review us on iTunes. Okay. Um, ratings on iTunes do mean a lot to small new podcasts like ours. That's true, and it would help us uh, kind of grow and uh, you know do greater things because obviously we want to be doing this for a long time, and we hope that we you would like us to hear us do this for a long time. Selfishly, it is the highlight of my week. Oh, it's the low light of my week. But you know you need the light and the dark. I was going to say we're the yin and the yang. We're the um, we're the Oreo and the cookie. Which one's Oreo? Which one's the cookie? I guess in my head uh, the cookie is the cookie and the cream is the Oreo. I'm filled to the brim with cream, so can I be the cream? And the cookie. All right. Well, we can find us on Twitter and Instagram at at reviewuniversepc as in podcast. You can email us at the reviewuniversepodcast at gmail dot com. Find us on Facebook at the reviewuniverse podcast. You can give us a call at our phone number eight zero five review pod r e v u p o d or seven three eight eight seven six three. And our art was done by Sterling Martin. Steve, yep. You want to go ahead and shove this into the tube, or, or should we put it in the the little container and then put it in the tube? I think we should probably send it up properly so we don't clog the tubes. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. That was everything. What's extra voop? What? Uh, uh, What is this? This was eight oh five review pod. Eight oh five dear review pod. Wait, I'm gonna read this note. Okay, dear grease master, it's me, Steve. I've been running out of grease. I need another shipment of grease. Thank you, love, Steve. You? Are you telling me? That you are not naturally greasy, but rather putting orders out to a grease master? It's slightly artificial. How well, I, dare I, you? I just wanted us to be friends, for the real reasons. You know I love a good grease man. I know, that's why I, that's why I didn't want to... No, we're through. What? We are through. Why? We... I'm leaving. But there's nowhere for you to go! I'm shoving myself up the tube. What? Loop. <laughs> wow. Wow.